Hey guys, you're listening to Ready to Fall, an InSync podcast by Gina and Christina. Here we go. Episode 18. Man. We're old enough to vote. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, we are. Our episode is now. Our our podcast is. I our mean, podcast can well, officially vote. I mean, not years, but episodes. So yeah, I mean, whatever. Time's <laughs> <Except laughs> all relative. Um so before we really get into things, um, with this being Pride Month, we wanted to highlight fans in the LGBTQA plus community, um, and as well as talk about how we can do better to support them all year long, not just one month a year. Um, so yes, um, so that'll be something that we're going to talk about here as well as on our um social media um as well as posting anything that lance and the guys post on pride month i mean i'm sure there's things that lance will be posting this month on how to be a better ally for for those in the community um i know i have friends in the community and i'm constantly asking them like what like what can i do like how can like how can i be like your voice um things like that or or how can i let you speak instead of how can i be your voice how can i make your voice stronger type things so um yeah so kind of <laughs> staying on task but at the same time kind of varying i mean onto our normal stuff um so first up catching up with everything that the guys did this week um so i know a lot of us are very disappointed after getting some emails yes so there were at least two different things that are not shipping until july 8th there are things that are being shipped um someone in one of the groups is like i got an email saying my order ships so i'm good i'm like and yeah i'm one of the ones that my my sweatpants yeah and i mean i, I mean a it's, little bummed i mean it's june and july so i mean it's not like i really need to wear them any right now anyway but eh. <laughs> yeah my um I guess it's the black. I ordered. I think I ordered the. I ordered it so long ago. I feel like at this point. I know because um, I was back in March. <laughs> the black T-shirt, the purple, black and purple T-shirt. Yeah, the. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I think it said, "I want you back." Yes. Um, it said that that was See, not ready I, to go yet. I I ordered that, but it told me that my um one of the sweatsuit, the the tie dye one. I didn't get the. It's gonna be me one. I got the other. Well, you know what? I ordered that shirt and I ordered the just got paid long sleeve shirt. Uh-huh. Now I didn't get an email that that shirt wasn't ready. Um, but I also did not get an email that it had shipped, but I think I might've picked to just ship everything when it's ready instead of okay. separate. Like I was trying to yeah. cut down on shipping. Yeah. I don't know if I'll have to go back and look at my emails and see whether I Splurge and was like, yeah, just send it to me when you can. <laughs> Instead of yeah, I don't think I did off. that. I was trying to be um, you know, 
fiscally responsible when I spent well, also a couple hundred bucks on, I know, I know. When I, when I spent that money I'm on. I'm glad he doesn't listen to this podcast to be like, me too. Hiding it from me. Huh? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to um, receiving my items. I was hoping to have them in time for um, vacation, which is next month. Mm. But I'm thinking perhaps oh, yeah. Outlook not so good. So we'll see. I don't know. But speaking of merch and shirts, you bought a shirt from uh, Artsy Pablo Beans. Yes, I did. And I, I can't wait to get it. The, he messaged story, me today. Available through the weekend. And said that it has shipped. Okay, perfect. That's awesome. So I'll probably get it sometime midweek next week I think and it led us to a an interesting discussion because he was like if you guys want me to commission something for you I'll do it and I was like like we were talking about design ideas I'm like what if we have him make like a design (laughs) that's like us with the guys and has the name of our podcast and we wear those to like to uh pop 2000 (laughs) yeah to pop 2k and yeah. You, what did you say? I said, I am very socially awkward and I would be mortified <laughs> if someone was like, oh, ready to fall podcast. <laughs> and I said, we are merely the vessel. We are the dry saltine cracker. And InSync is the peanut butter on that cracker. I loved that. <laughs> I was like, what? I, Nobody cares about the saltine. About. I just want to be the saltine. I don't need to be hey, the peanut butter. We, we have saltines at <laughs> our work as our school snack twice a week. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to lie, like no peanut butter, nothing, just saltine crackers and milk. And let me tell you, like the kids don't mind it. I'll eat, I'll eat some if there's like a couple left over in the thing. And I'm like, yeah, I have to throw it away or eat it. So, I mean, I don't mind the saltine crackers, but <laughs> and apparently, mean, apparently neither do our fans, do our listeners. So this thank is you true. guys. Thank you guys. But really, I mean, we're not the main event. I would be mortified. Oh. <laughs> I'm just, I'd probably be like, no, it's not me. I'd be like, I just listened to it. We just like in sync and we talk about it. We're just yeah. glad you listen. We're just glad you're along for the ride. Exactly, exactly. And also, oh, that side was like, note, that was like with but, me with with me when you were like, "Wait, do you run on in sync fiction?" I'm just like, I'm just glad you read. Like, it's glad to. I'm I'm nice. It's glad to meet someone that actually reads it and comments. Yeah, because so, you said you were like, I was trying to figure out like who you were. Like, I'm like, is this someone I already know? Or is this like a, a stranger? Is this a new per- stranger danger? No, definitely not. Because I mean, <laughs> we went from not knowing each other to running a podcast together. So I mean, there you go. All because of NSYNC. <sighs> but yeah, so artsy Pablo Beans. With a Z. With a at Z. The end. Go follow him because his art is incredible. He does yes. NSYNC fan art, Britney fan art, all kinds of fan art. Um, and 
I am so excited as I'm always so excited about everything, but I am so excited because in a couple of weeks, our friend De Niro is coming to talk fashion and loops and Artsy Pablo Beans is joining us. Yay. I'm so, so excited. I'm very excited. So, excited. <laughs> so that'll be fun. So be on the lookout for that. And then also 90s con tickets are on sale now. There's no official word yet if any of our fellows will be there. But I mean, I'm manifesting every day and I plan to go. So yeah. Yay. Ready. ready for 90s con. It's not till March of next year, but yeah. I know originally you were like, that was the first thing that we are gonna meet. You're like, all right, you have to come to 90s con with me. And mm -hmm. then they announced something in Baltimore and you're like, okay, you need to come to that too. Like, yeah right. i was so, like now if you yeah. do that are you not going to do the other thing and you're I like don't know. We'll, see. <laughs> we'll see um and justin news apparently trolls three i mean we knew this was coming because he had posted something about it mm -hmm. but dreamworks shared a promo poster this year at or this year's licensing expo in las vegas um i mean so there's so when i looked it up on imdb when you search uh -huh. Trolls 3, it says Trollstopia movie, okay. but it doesn't list him on there yet. Like it doesn't list him like even on his IMDb, it doesn't list it yet. So, I mean, yeah. Oh. So, I mean, it's tricky. And then IMDb has a uh, teaser trailer that plays like music. That's like the, the wedding March, like, right. like, like for like after the kiss. And it looks like they're, it looks like they're kissing, but it looked like something like I was talking with someone, like I shared it and I was like, I don't know, like, what do you think? Like, they're like, but is this legit? I'm like, it's IMDb. So I feel like it's a little bit more credible, but I, I also don't know. I'm like most, I'm like, some of it looks new, but there's no, there's no dialogue. So it's, well, kind of, it's hard to tell. I think that NSYNC fans.com is very credible and that's where i found this information about <laughs> trolls three so shout out to instinctfans.com and yeah i think this is happening i think it's I mean, gonna be well, well i mean we we know it's happening because justin had shared about it so i feel like if he had because i remember when he was doing promos for trolls world tour mm -hmm. he was like i'll keep doing this until the wheels fall off like sure i don't mind I don't, I don't mind doing this. Like I'm okay with that because mm -hmm. I feel, I feel like it's probably a way for him to bond with the kids, with his kids. Sure. As far as be like, Hey, this is something fun that daddy do daddy does. And you get to be a part of, cause I'm sure of the excitement, but, well, the excitement. And cause I'm quite sure that if the pandemic hadn't happened, he probably would have brought Silas to the premiere. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah. Like, and so I feel like by 2023, like depending on when in the, when in the year, the calendar year, Finn will be three, mm -hmm. Silas will be eight. Wait, shit, is he already eight? Oh God, I feel like I should know this. Uh, time just runs all together at this point. I forget how old <laughs> he is now. Um, I think he's seven, maybe eight. I don't know. Someone, someone correct me on one of our posts this week, something educate me um but so yeah i feel like that's that could be something for a while that he could 
do to connect with his with the boys yeah i mean as long as he's as long as he's down for it i mean so am i so you know (laughs) i'll watch for sure for sure and then um lance has been active of course i mean lance is pretty much always active um he posted a video that says when you realize your life has turned into the movie the birdcage and in the video he's dancing during a drag show with the babies at Rocco's which was very sweet um and then Lance posted a TikTok happy pride post celebrating first pride as a family with the twins that was very sweet yeah and then also Lance did the Doja Cat TikTok challenge which I don't see so I so I don't know what that is definitely look I it up it's it. very okay. cute okay <laughs> I'll to, I'm, I'm like I'm I have a TikTok I just never really see it so I never open it um so for Chris Carly shared pics from their recent vacay to Discovery Cove I'm like Discovery Cove I'm like I've yeah. been in Discovery Bay but I'm like nope that's a whole different area and there's like nothing to do there so nope <laughs> looks like they had such a fun time um and then pop 2000 tour starts back up in a week um, yeah. at the barbecue brews and blues festival and then someone had posted there is a show that's in Florida, Florida. Um, I don't know if Gateway Park is like the name of the park that it's going to, the name of the venue, or if that's the city, I'd have to look it up, but there is one on June 12th, so it's in Florida. Um, I'm hoping that like Ticketmaster or something would have more information, but because they were saying it's not on one of the websites, but there has been advertising for it, so um hopefully if you're in florida you can get to see them uh not this week but the week after that um all the way through till through to september when we're gonna be there so you should join us. uh-huh if you're september at all, 17th if you're anywhere near baltimore come come hang out with us and maybe even do the the bar crawl with us before the before the concert and maybe um, do the bar crawl home <laughs> and the yeah. mimosa for breakfast i don't know we'll see what happens and then um joey august 5th to august 8th will be at eat to the beat joey fatone and friends at epcot um i know there's a bunch of people going i wish i could go but yeah me too i don't know but i can't i'm trying not to be bitter about it but i will just live vicariously through all the folks who get to go and we'll post pictures and i'm excited to see them yeah i have Um, have august 12th to august 14th steel city comic-con other things yes (laughs) um steel city comic-con is happening august 12th to august 14th um Tickets are still on sale, $20 for Friday, $27 for Saturday, and $20 for Sunday, or a three-day pass for $40. Um, Looks like the hours every day are 10 to 8. Joey is slated to be there. Joey Fatone, uh, Alicia Silverstone, um, Michael C. Hall. So it it looks like a good group. Um, 
I'm still on the fence. I don't know if I'm going or not. We'll see. It's going to be like, I think it's going to be like a game time decision for me. Mm. But I feel like if I don't see Joey there, I don't know when I'll see him next. Yeah. And I feel like after seeing everyone's pictures from Eat to the Beat, I'm going to be like Jones in to go. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So. Yeah. Well, and your mom said she would go with you, right? She did. She said she would uh, be my little co-pilot for the day. It's just a long ride. I don't know. We'll see. Um, and then today, Mulvey posted a picture of him and Joey um, wearing, or actually, I guess it was yesterday, wearing these sunglasses, not sunglasses, like reading glasses. Um, yeah. And these like little, I feel like they're short shorts, Gina. They're like burgundy. With where, like, they look very yeah, with, short. With where, they, <laughs> with where they sat when he was sitting, like, because, yeah, yeah, I would imagine that they were like regular, like knee length shorts that most guys wear you would just see just his knees where i'm like you saw some pretty decent thigh <laughs> yeah so, i mean they were who wears short were, shorts joey wears, joey short, wears shorts. short shorts um and then mulvey also posted a picture at chad from o-town's new restaurant and he was wearing a fat ones t-shirt and it had like a picture of joey's face on the back of the shirt and like the picture that was taken of mulvey was like from the back mm. so i thought that was kind of cool he's like representing um so yeah some fun stuff there for joey sorry before we get to jc i'm like oh is there anything new from potwall <laughs> before we do oh it. my gosh did you is there I'm, I'm checking right now and I'm not seeing anything like I've, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm scrolling through my stuff and I'm not seeing nope there's we always here. have to check for that as we're <laughs> right? doing it because for whatever reason I think his like spidey sense happens and <laughs> he's like oh they're recording he's like oh they're recording let's give them something to talk about as if we needed something new to actually talk about. actually it's oh they're recording I'm gonna make the I'm gonna wait until after they're done so they're gonna be like damn it we should have waited a day or so <laughs> that's, that's usually how it feels like it works is that we record and then something happens and we're like okay so we're not going to get it on the show but we can still talk about it and then we talk about the aftermath like here's what happened and here's how yeah so we see you we see you we see, we see you. you we see you eric podwall <laughs> we see you um but there was a picture that was shared all over the place, um, particularly so it um, from the InSync from is it from InSync Poland or JC Poland? I thought it was InSync Poland, maybe JC Poland. I don't know. Um, if you're listening, uh, InSync Poland slash JC Poland, <laughs> let us know um, and set the record straight. <laughs> um, JC at a friend's birthday party. Um, so. We're not sure how old that is. I feel like I asked and I don't remember really getting a clear answer. So I'm not sure. Um, so yeah. Um, but I feel it? like it looks kind of recent, doesn't it? I'd have to go back and look. It's just maybe. strange because I've never seen it before. But I mean, there's a lot of things I've never seen. I mean, I'm certainly not an authority on, I'm not a, you know, authority on JC. Oh, it is J.C. Shazay's 
underscore Poland because I, I okay because I typed in Poland so there are both accounts um so I said when was this um and all they said is he was at his friend's birthday the guy at the second left I'm like okay well that doesn't tell us when this was but yeah he looked yeah so he it is the longer hair and the salt and pepper so yeah I mean and he's he's rocking the uh, floral pants I mean it's a good Always. look <laughs> it's a good look the, oh my god those rainbow checkered fans like I I need them now I need those oh yeah we're we're definitely going to talk with with uh, Tina, Tina on that for she'll sure know. she'll tell you where to get them for sure <laughs> yes. for sure for sure so yeah who oh, knows I, I mean it. maybe by the time we're done recording today we'll have a new uh jc picture some new jc content you never know hopefully and, and on that you know. note <laughs> <laughs> and on that note let's slide right into celebrity sounds good All right, so for for our special episode today, we have we're joined by um, friend Candice. Um, do you want to tell us your Instagram handle, just so people can identify you if they've seen your stuff on Instagram? Yeah, uh, it's here for just one thing. Um, here for just one thing. I, I actually don't even remember if it's spelled out or with a number. <laughs> I think uh, it is just spelled out. I don't yeah. think it has the number. Yeah. 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 So it's funny because the first time I saw it, I thought it was here for Justin. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, she's Justin. And then I'm like, just one. I'm like, oh, is that just a play on Justin? So is yes. that a play on Justin? Absolutely not. I was never a Justin <laughs> oh, okay. girl. Uh, I came in firmly as a Joey Fatone fan. Um, I love it. And, yeah. <laughs> like Christina's uh, all about and it. And then if there was like a, yeah, if there was a secondary one, it was JC. Um, of course. Justin was always just kind of there for me, which was funny because of how like he was the one for so many people. Uh-huh. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So, if yeah. not just, if not just in JC. So, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Yeah. Um, so did you get really like, so your account is, I mean, I, is it primarily, would you say, cause I was going through a couple of weeks ago, Gina had mentioned that you had, I guess it was about two weeks ago, Gina, something like that. You had mentioned that um, she had mentioned that you were interested in coming on to participate in one of the pride episodes that we were doing. And I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, okay. So I checked out your account and I didn't see like too, too much as far as like in sync um, related posts. So I was like, oh, does she like, are you just act, are you like, so I, so I'm asking this because I used Mm -hmm. to be someone who Mm -hmm. was on my personal account and I just kind of like looked at everybody else's stuff Mm -hmm. and didn't necessarily post my own. Yeah, I honestly, this is a really recent, really recent resurgence of Uh like memory um, for like, I haven't, been like a, a a constant fan um since the hiatus um but I watched the movie Turning Red and had like uh-huh. this powerful sense memory of when uh my friend and I 
got pit seats to the celebrity tour. Um, And it was like the single best thing that had happened to me in my life. (laughs) Yeah. And it was just like such a powerful like memory of being on the floor and like uh, reaching out and touching, uh, like reaching out and being able to touch them for the first time. Uh, It was such a, it was just such a good memory that I wanted to like revisit it and was surprised to find out how many people were still um, around and, and, and producing things and finding out what the guys were up to. Um, so it was just a really nice, like, um, reminiscing and, and resurgence of how much I love them. So I know it was a while ago, obviously for the celebrity tour (laughs) and I know I went, but I was definitely not in the pit. I wished I was, but I wasn't. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, but I know that in sync when they performed, they had this awesome way of making everyone feel like they were really part yeah. of the performance. So with that said, what was the experience like being like there, like at the stage in the pit? I just like, it was, uh, so how we got the pit tickets was uh, someone in the fandom had said, buy your tickets as close as possible to before they go on stage, like an hour before. Um, because they release tickets, they randomly measure the stage and add seats or something to that effect. So my friend and I spent all day going up to the Alma Dome in San Antonio asking like, what are your best seats? What are your best seats? And we finally said yes, but it was literally probably 45 minutes or an hour to the show. Oh my gosh. We just said yes. We just couldn't handle the anticipation anymore. (laughs) So what I remember is we were we were being led onto the floor and we just, we didn't know where we were going to be. We had an idea that it was going to be pretty close to the stage, but we didn't know where. So like, as we're walking behind this like middle-aged man who was just there for his job, was, you know, like we're just getting like more and more amped because we're getting closer and closer and closer to the stage. And then when we went under the stage into the pit area, I was just like, I was like, this guy has got to get away because I have to scream. <laughs> like I have to be so obnoxious. So like he led us to our seats. He walked away. Um, my friend and I turned to each other and just like literally just like let it out. We were just so excited. And then when we finally saw them, it was just, because the, if you remember the celebrity pit, um, they were, you would look at them in the face when they were on the stage and then they would go down into the catwalk and then you were essentially just watching their butts the whole time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're getting all the back choreography, like, oh, this is what the dance looks like from behind. Um, so that was really interesting. And like my abiding memory was, you know, there were a lot of girls, a lot of people reaching. I like briefly touched like JC's, one of JC's fingers. It was like, huh, like barely grabbing. And then I remember that I, um, I managed to grab Joey's hand and my hand like reflexively gripped, like I was going to grab him. And, oh like, my it, gosh. Yeah. It threw him off his like step just a little bit. And I immediately released. I was so mortified. <laughs> it, was <just> like, <laughs> it was like that full palm to palm contact and like my hand was just like mine oh. and I was like no 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 sorry sorry um it was just a, it was a really really good night um I was with someone that I you know really love and in fact she features in the story of the the queer experiences that I had with NSYNC um and it was like it was like a whole day of anticipation and to get those seats and then to be able to actually like it was my favorite tour that they had done I had seen Pop Odyssey uh before and Pop Odyssey was a lot and there was a lot going on and this was just a lot more of just like 
looking at them and enjoying them. Um, so yeah, that, that was such a good night. <laughs> like I said, I just had the sense memory of being like, oh my God, this is the best. This is the best. It's never gonna get better than this. All right, so kind of leading in um, with, with that. Um, so what's your like origin story as far as like before that and how you got into them? Yeah, so my origin story is very funny. And as much as when I entered high school, I came in as um, like a full on goth, like black lipstick, listening to like goth music, really wanted to be taken as like this hardcore little rocker at like 14 and 15. Um, and so totally missed NSYNC's like beginning coolness. Like when Bye 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 came out, I was very like, whatever, I'm, I'm too cool for this. Um, but right around the time of my junior year of high school, I got into fan fiction. And, <laughs> uh, got into fan fiction and found the NSYNC fandom and did that kind of classic thing of just like, well, okay, let's put faces to names. Okay. And then unlocked the fact that I actually really, really adore pop music. Um, like I really like fun, fun music, bright music. And the more that I watched them, the more that I liked them, um, the more that I read, the more that I liked about them. And then come to find out that there were some girls at the school who were a little bit older than me that also liked them, also read fanfic, um, which was like my first experience talking to a person that wasn't on the internet about fanfic. Um, and so from there, they're the ones that like had all of the VHSs of all the stuff that I had missed. And so mm -hmm. I would go over to their house and we would just watch like old TRL performances, old things that I had never seen. And it just kind of steamrolled from there. I had already missed the NSA, the No Strings Attached um, concert. So the first one that I could go to was the Pop Odyssey concert. Okay. Um, and we all went together. Um, and um, yeah, so that's pretty much how it started, was very roundabout, um, you know, um, didn't just happen to see them, but um, yeah, really enjoyed it once I got there and have for years. And I don't listen to any goth music anymore, so I can find out which one had staying power, <laughs> staying power with me. Cool. Um, I think. Um, so, like, what were your experiences as far as within, like, the the queer community, and like, I mean, feel feel comfortable with what you, yeah, can as far as sharing. Absolutely. like your personal experience just as a person as a fan mm -hmm. all of that yeah so um so i'm i'm bisexual which in my experience just kind of means that you kind of realize things a lot later um because i was attracted to to boys at the time because i was so young i was like oh okay done and done and i didn't really examine the feelings that i had for women but as like my feelings and my friendship started to mature that was when I started to realize that I was like, oh, I'm also attracted to women and sort of came into my bisexuality that way. And the very first girl that I ever dated was actually a girl I met through writing in sync fan fiction. And it was very puppy love. <laughs> like um, she lived in Ohio, I lived in Texas and still do. Uh, we 
chatted online for hours, called each other. I did fly up to see her in Ohio, um, which was very, felt very important and momentous at the time. Mm -hmm. We were both really young and both didn't really have like a full comfort level with the fact that we were attracted to women. So it, you know, it was a, a young, little young love relationship and it, it fizzled pretty quickly. We stopped, um, we stopped seeing each other. Um, and consequently, another friend that I had met through um, fan fiction, the friend that I went to see the celebrity tour with actually, um, she and I also started to realize we were attracted to her, uh, to each other. She was the first girl I ever kissed. Um, we are still friends to this day. We kind of realized that um, we were better friends than we were girlfriends. And um, so, yeah, still friends to this day. She'll have no qualms with me telling this story because she thinks it's funny. She likes to bring it up at parties. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so, uh, and uh, like, like I said, through the fanfic community was really where I was. Um, like starting to have these really intense friendships, but the girls at school as well. Um, one of the girls, uh, one girl that I'm still friends with today, at the time she identified as a lesbian and was in a, um, a relationship with another girl. She identifies as bisexual now. Um, she, we thought she was like really cool because she was like actively dating and none of us were dating. Um, so we ended up snubbing her and not bringing her to the instinct concert, which she's still kind of salty about today. <laughs> um, but she is someone that was really important and sort of like helping me figure out what it meant to be bisexual, what it meant to be part of the queer community. Um, her favorite was Lance and we liked to tease her a lot about that. Um, and uh, we, I remember we got the like the marionettes and the <laughs> like the Joey marionette was pretty wonky but the lance marionette was almost scary <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> we, we all we all got our particular marionettes the one of the girls was was the jc girl i was the J, the joey girl and this, uh, this other girl was the lance girl we just had our we would like have sleepovers um and just have our ugly marionette <laughs> dolls do things it was a lot of fun um and that, um, so the uh, Kate, who's my, like I said, still friends uh, with me today, the Lance girl, um, she and I actually went and saw Lance on his book tour. Um, oh, nice. She, he was so excited when he came out. I was going to um, ask how, how his coming out kind of affected you, because I mean, you were kind of already mm -hmm. in, in that. So it wasn't like, oh, he came out, I can come out. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure that you I felt mean, he, some kind of connection. Yeah. He came out to his family, which um, yeah. I never came out to my mother. Um, I knew that it was not going to be like a fruitful conversation. So it, it just, it didn't happen in her lifetime. Um, so like he was able to have a greater amount of candor than, than I had in some of my situations. What was really surprising was finding out that he had never been out to the other guys. Um, when, when we were all, um, you know, reading about them and writing stories about them, it had just been our assumption that, it, I mean, it was pretty much everyone's assumptions that like that Lance was gay, but we all thought that 
everybody knew that it was like okay. a known thing that they had talked about. So the big shock was not that he came out. It was a surprise that he came out on people, like and on people, because at that point I was not like on any forums. I wasn't. There had been no like. I don't think I was aware of the Paris, um, the Perez Hilton rumors yeah. or anything like that. So it was basically just like one day, Kate came home with like a physical copy of the People and was like, "What?" <laughs> and yeah, we read it I, cover yeah, to, same. <laughs> read it cover to cover, and then we both uh, read his book um, as well. And I think that was when we really realized, like, like oh my God, he never told them. And I just felt so sad for him. Like that just seemed so crushing. Um, to have people that are that close and mm, be keeping that from them yeah and to have to be like to never relax um mm -hmm. that seems so sad and so I remember having like a lot of feelings about that just being like oh my god I'm so like it was big whiplash because at the time I was so happy that he had come out I was so happy that a lot of the response was good I'm so happy that all the guys were fine with it as far as we knew um I think there was like we found out later maybe there was some feelings about how it happened um but um like I think Chris has said that it, he was really hurt not knowing um but at the time it just seemed like everything was really good and then I was also like just kind of feeling a little bit of like grief for the fact that Lance had been so buttoned up for so long and so mm -hmm. isolated for so long but then we um I mean we bought his book we went to Dallas we had made a whole day of it um and um, stood in line and got to feel that anticipation again to sort of see one of them. And then um, it was really cute. My friend, <laughs> my friend Kate, with her moment with Lance when he was signing her book, she was like, you were always my favorite and these bitches went to see you and didn't bring me. <laughs> and now I get to meet you. And he was very, <laughs> he laughed. Um, Cause <laughs> I think he was like, wait, what? She was like, yeah, the girl that you just signed the book, she didn't take me to the NSYNC concert. <laughs> um so it was really sweet um but I had uh when you guys posted about the um the pride episode for NSYNC I started thinking about it because I was like oh yeah the, sort of the first thing that came to mind um was actually um the fact that my friend and I went to go see him and then I was like oh wait literally like my first two experiences <laughs> with relationships with women were thanks to other girls being obsessed with NSYNC and us talking about it on the internet. Um, and um, like, that's not even all of the things. Like, like I mentioned in the, the message to you uh, in Austin, there was a fairly famous drag king uh, performer who uh, was named, I think we knew her, knew her in her out of drag uh, persona as Mocha. And then when she was in drag, she was, she was a Lancebian. <laughs> she looked a lot like Lance, um, which we all thought was hilarious. And so uh, we talked a lot about the Lancebian. Uh, there's even like a documentary, if you want to Google the Lancebian, uh, <laughs> like um, an old uh, short video about her. Um, and I remember as well, my a group of my friends, we did uh, Bye 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 for the talent show, like lip syncing, like Mm -hmm. very on purposely bad um we went to a liberal arts school and so the talent show was like either people trying super hard or people trying not at all and so mm -hmm. we were trying not at all but we dressed in um 
we dressed in drag, so to speak. It wasn't great drag, but it was what it was. And I think I think we did bye bye bye. Is that's what my memory is. And the other high schoolers really got into it. And so we had a bunch of screaming girls like grabbing our legs while we were performing bye bye bye. Um, this full girl group uh, doing the boy band thing. And so that was like another really fun experience. And um, yeah, I've had a lot of surprisingly queer experiences thanks to NSYNC, which I'm really grateful for. Good, uh, yeah. That is awesome. I have yeah. myself muted the whole time because <laughs> I am really bad with like talking over people and cutting people <laughs> off. So I was just trying to be like, quiet but that was amazing um so I have a question though mm -hmm. um you had mentioned in your fan origin story that when you were entering high school you were like full-on goth the black mm -hmm. lipstick all of that and then turned into like an NSYNC fan did you get kind of like pushback or backlash from your friends mm -hmm. um and no. how did you handle that mm -hmm. if you did um, so, uh, my initial friend group were actually all really sweet people. Um, they, um, we definitely didn't hang out very much once I kind of went more preppy, poppy, um, but they were all really sweet. None of them were, were ever really weird, um, weird about it. Um, I, at the time I just kind of phrased it as I was like, I'm just, I'm over it. Um, you know, I want to, I guess the pendulum swinging all the way to the other way. Um, and the, there was like one kid who was like, just really wish you were still punk. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be punk anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so like, uh, they were all really, really sweet about it. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that like, I went around like fully advertising it. Like I didn't have like in like we didn't I didn't really decorate my locker anyway, but like I didn't have like in sync mm -hmm. stickers on my binders or anything like that. Um but like it I mean it was definitely known that like we were like leaving the parking lot blaring bye bye bye. Like that was right. <laughs> um and so yeah, it ended up being it ended up being just fine. Like I said, you know, we performed the talent show and everyone really got into it no one like there wasn't any of that like instant like Ugh, right how dare, you know how dare you bring this into our party um so and it ended up being really fine I think the fact that they went on hiatus right as I went to college kind of is like the two worked together I when I got to college and I was like living in a dorm I didn't exactly want to be like you know my absolute favorite band is in sync right um so at that point they weren't doing anything. Um, and I, I did, I think at that point kind of be like, I like cool music too. Um, so um, it didn't end up being something where I was ever like a loud and proud, <laughs> like NSYNC fan, obviously. <laughs> but um, I do like my sister, I have a, a sister who's 10 years older than me. And she like, she was the one who was like, but why? why why is this happening and I, I was really hard to explain because obviously I wasn't telling people about fanfic so I had to be like it's about the music which it was about the music I adore their music um like that it wouldn't have been any fun if I didn't like it but it was hard to go full tilt into that without us explaining that there was like all of this other layers of like well 
I talk to girls who write fanfic about them. <laughs> so are there, do you read fan fiction now at all? Have you read any recently? Um, so as part, so as part of the, the, the turning red wave of nostalgia, I was like, oh, I, I want to take a look at some of that stuff. And so I did go back and read some of the stories that I read at the time, many mm -hmm. of which super hold up. Nothing I wrote holds held up. It's all garbage. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I was a very fresh young writer at the time and no, thank you. <laughs> it was bad. But um, so a lot of those stories really held up and I had to use like the way back machine to find some of it. And yeah. Like, just kind of figure that out. And then I found that some stuff is still on um, archive of our own. And I kind of poked around there. Um, but I think the, the problem is, is like, I'm really nostalgic for the, the, the time that they were all together. Mm -hmm. So like, I basically just want to read stuff about them being on a tour bus together. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and so, you know, that's, all kind of been done before um mm -hmm. but yeah I mean um yeah I I still have a lot of fondness for it and a lot of the uh, at the time I was like 16 17 a lot of the older women in the in the fandom who were writers were really really sweet and encouraging um which is something that I'll always be grateful for because they did not have to be they very much could have been like you know this is not how I want to spend my evening. It's helping a 17 year old girl figure out how to write dialogue, but they did. And it was really, really sweet of them to do. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I miss a lot of the people that, um, that I knew from that fandom um, because we were all on live journal together. Um, we kind of had that ability to watch where other people went in their fandoms. So some people did, you know, some people just went everywhere as far as like they stopped writing fan fiction or they started writing stuff for TV shows or they started writing this, that, and the other. And for a long time, I was able to sort of keep an eye on people that I had known in the fandom. And like I said, I'm, I'm obviously still friends with some of them today. Um, like uh, the first girl I kissed was um, a fanfic writer and she and I still talk to this, to this day. Um, but a lot of them I've, I've lost track of. Um, so I don't know what they're up to. I hope that they're still writing or still having fun. Have you stumbled across anyone on Instagram like from the fandom back then that's like still on it all now? Mm, I don't know, not on Instagram. There's a girl, um, uh, there's a girl on Tumblr that I've, mm -hmm. uh, that I've rediscovered. Um, and then, um, yeah, no, I don't think I've, I don't think I've stumbled across anybody on Instagram which is a shame. I've, I've kind of tried to piece together uh -huh. um, where some people might've ended up, but I, I really wasn't paying attention for like five or six years. And so uh, the handles yeah. change and the fandoms change. Um, mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah, Gina and I met through fan fiction also. Mm. Like during the pandemic, I started reading again. I had been like really into it, like late nineties, early two thousands. Mm -hmm. And um, during the pandemic, I went back just one day and started Googling and really, really got into it again. 
and Gina had a story it's still on insinkfiction.com <laughs> and I just got like really into it which uh-huh. was funny because it was a Justin fic <laughs> and, you and don't I like am Justin. not a Justin girl <laughs> um but I just got like really into her story and I'd be like oh my gosh I love this and I'd always leave comments uh-huh. and then one day the handle that she writes under came up on Instagram as a person I may know which was like totally random oh wow and I felt like such a creeper and I sent her a message. I'm like, are you like this person from the site? Mm-hmm. And she responded back and she was like, I am. And I'm like, well, I'm this person. And she was like, I was wondering who was leaving me messages. So it is like a really kind of tight knit, like cute little mm-hmm. community. It's fun. I yeah. like it. Like one thing I was able to do was leave some comments on some old stories. Uh, and I just told those authors like, hey, I'm in a complete nostalgia hole and I've just reread this and I want you to know that this is like a really great story and I hope you're doing well. And so I was able to, to just have like a quick exchange with two women that I really remember very fondly uh, from that time. Um, and um, that was just so nice. And so I was, I was really, really grateful that it hadn't been scrubbed. You know, I mean, 2001, 2002, I mean, that's 20 years ago and it, it feels crazy to, to know that there's still accessible stuff from mm-hmm. back then. Um, I was even finding like old primers and like trying to jury rig the pictures because I couldn't like, like I had <laughs> like so much of the stuff that I had like devoted like so much memory to like full on memory banks of like things about sync had just been completely gone and it would just take one picture to remind me. Um, and so I was like really trying to reconstruct um, some of that old stuff just because um, I wanted to be able to access it again. And then I had to also go and listen to all the stuff that they had done since, because I hadn't listened to a single podcast. I was like three years behind or two years behind um, sync going on Lance's podcast and like <laughs> had to experience that like two years after the fact. Like mm-hmm. I actually called my friend, um, the, the first girl I kissed, and I was like, we need to have lunch because I have huge feelings right now she was like okay and so we went and got lunch and I told her all about the like the how intensely I felt about um like Chris's thing on his podcast and um JC um because I think that was like the longest I had ever heard JC talk and it was also Mm -hmm. the deepest I had ever heard JC talk and it was like very overwhelming because I was like oh my god I didn't know he was like this and also I'm in love with him all over again because he reads Greek novels and or Greek tragedies and tries <laughs> to write a musical about them. Right. <laughs> Which we're all waiting, we're all still waiting for. Yeah, that's been hard. <laughs> Finding out how much time has passed and yet how little is there, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Let's figure this out. So what, um, I know we're kind of winding down, but Mm -hmm. are there any Instagram pages that you follow that you love and think they have like great content? Like, are there any pages that you think we should all be following that you really enjoy? I definitely appreciate, um, Shazay Daily, um, a lot, um, and obviously Mission and Sync. I, um, I don't spend a ton of time on social media. So I like being able to go to their stories and be like, okay, like they all posted that. Mm -hmm. Um, And just like the little throw, but I think also um, 
retro in sync. Yes. Um, because mm-hmm. like again, like I love them all now. I love seeing them all now, but it's those little throwback pictures that like mm-hmm. oh, really sure. like just hit the like hit it for me. And so and it's, I also haven't been paying attention for so long that it's like, oh I remember that. <laughs> um and so those um are the ones that like that really get to me. And then um when I was going through all the old content, I also listened to the Girl Were You Alone podcast mm-hmm. and found their um, Facebook page and asked to be part of it. And so um, I get little updates that way too. Plus they have like good discussions. Love it. Mm-hmm. I found that I will go, I downloaded the Getty Images app mm-hmm. and I'll just go in and go under editorial and I'll be like, <laughs> Joey Fatone, 1998. And like all of these like, <laughs> <laughs> pictures and like different little mm-hmm. articles come up um yeah. and I find a lot of stuff that like I've never seen before which is kind of cool too but yeah I knew myself make. like a little archive because I was like I don't want to lose these again so like some of the mm-hmm. pictures that I have like a really strong emotional attachment to I, I've saved uh onto my google drive so that I have access to them and some of the stories that I'm really um that I also have like a really strong connection to I've saved um uh, just because I was like, I don't like if these were to suddenly disappear, like if Getty or Instagram were to be like, we're removing everything, I like, I really want to be able to get these, like mm-hmm. have them. I don't know what I'm going to do with them. I just want to, like, if I want to look at them every year on an anniversary or something, I want to be able to do it just because finding these again was such a nice experience. Well, this has just been such a treat. I have really mm-hmm. enjoyed having you on and hearing your stories. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. if you ever want to come back, you're welcome anytime. Oh, thank you. And um, thanks so much for taking the time. Thank you. This was a lot of, a lot, a lot of fun. Um, Aw, I'm this. glad. <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> Have a good night. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So for our I Want You Back this week to go with our pride theme, um, we're going to look at um, sync and the LGBTQ plus community. Um, so we're going to start with, um, with their responses to Lance's coming out. Um, so first we have a quote from JC um, to MTV News saying, I've known Lance for more than 10 years. We've been through so much together. He is family and I support him unconditionally. Um, Justin told MTV News via his rep, um, Lance is one of my great friends. I support him and wish him all the happiness in the world. Um, Lance's MySpace said, just a little blog to tell you thank you for the overwhelming support. At this time, I cannot check any of the messages sent. Please use the comment section. Thank you, thank you, thank you, you all. You are all, you are all, and make me happy. LBZ. <laughs> Which I'm like, of course. LBZ. Uh, LBZ. <laughs> um, Joey put on his MySpace. For those of you who do or do not know, one of my best friends came, quote unquote, out of the closet. That's right. Lance is out, blah, 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 and all that stuff. But really, I just want to know your comments and what you think about it. I'm very proud to say he is one of my best friends and has been after touring. We've been through a lot together and grew up on the road. Um, the only one that I couldn't find anything on was Chris. Um, 
or at least not anything that was on the particular website that I used for this. Um, I mean, we know that, oh, oh, there's something from 2007. Christina, do you want to read that? Yeah, um, I had found a article from People Magazine um, from October 28, 2007. And Chris had just commented basically that all of the guys respect that Lance came out um, and that they were just kind of giving him the space that he needed because they knew that this was like a big deal for him um, and that he was going through a lot. And it was kind of interesting. So in the article I read, and I didn't know this before, um, Lance had said to Chris, he said that Lance asked him at one point if he was gay um, because Lance thought Chris was gay because he always hung out with a choreographer. Okay. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I was yeah, like, was, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, because I remember Chris telling a story. I want to say it was to Lance on the podcast about Chris, about Chris going to hanging out with one of the choreographers and like they got like arrested or something. And he was like, I was like, I was so afraid that like getting arrested was going to screw us up. But then it was also that the choreographer was gay. And so I was afraid that that was going to mess things up for us. Mm -hmm. But so I'm, so it's very interesting that he didn't feel supported even then. Like, and so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he, that was, that was his, he just, he was afraid that it would ruin things. I mean, I, I, I can, I can see, especially if it was like the public, but yeah, I, I have to agree with one of our, our guests today that, yeah, this sad that he couldn't even be really himself with four of his best friends. Right um and i mean i'm sure i mean he had his reasons um so maybe there were things that he felt like just maybe at that point wasn't a safe time to come out um to them and i mean i'm i'm sure that that wasn't how he wanted them to know was through reading it in an article in people magazine but at the same time i know with the whole perez hilton thing it was basically like come out or he was going to be outed mm -hmm. so i feel like there probably wasn't a whole lot of turnaround time for him to contact each of the guys to be like okay just so you know there's going to be this thing coming out and just so you know ahead of time i'm gay like that that feels like an awkward conversation that's like you want to have like a genuine conversation as opposed to okay just so you're not reading this here like yeah that feel that feels like that wouldn't I I don't think that that would be the conversation I the type of conversation I would want to have right so I mean yeah it's unfortunate that that was how they found out but at the same time I feel like he didn't have a whole lot of choice in the timing of things and to be able to tell them the way that he really would have wanted to yeah it's just um like you think about it now like looking back on it and you think like oh my gosh like how could he not think that people would be accepting but I mean, even back I, in 2006 yeah but i mean 
even today, I mean, it's 2022 and there's people who aren't accepting. Yeah. I like to think that it's the minority of people who aren't. Um, But yeah, that must have been a huge burden for him to carry. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had found in 2019, um, and I'm sure he probably attended these every year, but specifically in 2019, he attended Lance attended Key West Pride in Key West, Florida. He attended Los Angeles Pride. And then he attended New York World Pride. And that was a big deal um, because it was the 50th anniversary of Stonewall. And I always, I was thinking about that today. I think I was chatting with you about it. Mm -hmm. Um, How like huge that must be for Lance to have attended that being as though like now he owns like Hart and Rocco's. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were talking about Stonewall and you had said that you didn't really know too much about it. Um, okay. So, I mean, if you want, like we can chat about it a little bit now. Okay. If you think Just... people will find it interesting. Yeah. So basically, um, the stone it was called the Stonewall Inn and it had been a restaurant in New York City and then it was turned into a bar and back in the 60s um, and prior to the 60s it was not a very good time for any LGBT Americans um, for example like in New York City if you were gay you weren't allowed to dance together in public like you could get arrested for dancing with your partner or for holding your partner's hand or God forbid, kissing your partner in public. Um, when you would go into a gay bar, behind the bar, they would always have mirrors. And the reason why they would have mirrors is because these gay bars and clubs would frequently be raided and the police would come in and arrest people and like, look for people who they felt were like breaking the rules basically um and say that just with them just gathering all in the same place it was disorderly conduct um and they would arrest them so they had these mirrors so that when that would happen and the police would come in they could look ahead at the mirrors and they could actually be ready for a raid because they could see it through the mirror and they could talk to the person who was standing behind them through the mirror Mm. Um, so in particular, Stonewall was kind of a dive. They didn't even have running water. Um, but a lot of these bars like this were owned and run by the mafia. And the reason why is because the mafia would like offer these owners and the people going to these bars protection. Mm-hmm. Um, so they would take advantage of them basically and exploit them because they would sell them watered down drinks. And that was the other thing. If you were gay, you couldn't buy a drink like in a gay bar. Like it was illegal for them to sell you alcohol. So people would go in and they would buy like these watered down drinks, but they could go into a place like Stonewall and it was okay for them to like be with their significant other. So 
Um, basically, when Stonewall happened, um, the night that it happened was actually a Friday night, and we're actually recording on a Friday night. Um, <laughs> June 28th, 1969 at Stonewall in Greenwich Village, New York, um, the police came in and did a raid. And the people in the bar that night were just not having it. Um, and they stood up for themselves. And there's a lot of different stories about kind of like what happened and like what started it all. There's the story of this woman, Marsha P. Johnson, who was like a really big activist at that time. And the story goes that she threw um, a glass at the mirror behind the bar. And then there's a story about, um, well, the other thing too was it wasn't just like gay men. It was also, um, they were against people who they called it then like cross-dressing. So like if the police came into the bar and they saw a man that was wearing women's clothing, like they would instantly like, that would like be grounds to arrest them. Mm. Or if they saw a woman, like I was watching this one video on YouTube about it and they were talking about how if a police officer came in and saw a woman, if she wasn't wearing three articles of women's clothes, like bra, panties, and like a third item, she could be arrested. Wait, so... Yeah, it was ridiculous. Like, and how, you know do you, how, do you, how do you know that they're wearing panties? Like, what? Exactly, exactly. And the thing that is so upsetting too is like this was recent like this was 1969 yeah like this was only 50 years ago give or take um so basically what happened there was like another story where the police had taken a queen like out into the paddy wagon and the story goes that her shoe got stuck like on the step mm. and when she freed her foot her shoe flew back and hit the cop in the face Mm. like it was an accident but like it happened and the cop like jumped on her basically and like aggressively like manhandled her oh wow and she hit he like hit her over the head oh um and as this started happening people like within the bar and Greenwich at that time was like a very big like it was like the neighborhood in Philadelphia, but like in New York City. Um, so there were a lot of people like around and within minutes there was like a full blown like uprising. And all of these people um, just kind of started like barricading themselves in the bar. Um, the police barricaded themselves in the bar like to get away from the people in the street. Um, and the thing that's crazy about it is that there's really like no video of it happening. Yeah. Well, yeah. This isn't something obviously that you're taught in school, even though I really think it should be um, because it's a part of our history, you know? Yeah. So what happened was a year later after Stonewall, all of these people and like different activist groups. And again, I'm not like a historian on this. I've just been like watching videos and 
I have a lot of friends in the community that have like explained things to me over the years. But basically what happened is these activists got together and they were like, all right, well, on the anniversary of this day, we're going to have like a march, basically. Um, okay, and that became at, the first like pride parades? Yeah, because originally there were pride parades in, I think like Los Angeles had one. And I want to say Florida, maybe. Mm. But this was like the first like New York City like parade. And it wasn't necessarily like a pride like parade. It was just they were doing this as like part of like just like marching. It was like called the Christopher Street Liberation Day. Um, and basically what they did was they marched from the Stonewall Inn to Central Park. Um, and they marched and they would say like, say it loud, gay is proud. And the thing that's interesting about it is that at the time, so like gay men and lesbians actually kind of like didn't want to be associated with trans people um, mm -hmm. or with the drag queens because they felt like it gave them like a bad name, basically. Like they felt like they wouldn't be taken seriously. So it's kind of crazy to think about not just people who weren't part of the community mm -hmm. being this way towards them, but also people within their own community being this way towards them. Yeah. And I mean, you still see some of that in some of the things. Oh so yeah, it's crazy. Now. So to think about Lance being a teenager in a pop group, knowing he's gay and having that burden on his shoulders of feeling like if he came out, he was gonna ruin the careers of his four best friends in the process yeah and but then to be able to be like this amazing strong like advocate yeah um and, and this voice for yeah like it's really unbelievable and i mean there's still obviously like a long way to go yeah but i mean the thing that I think about is just like how ridiculous is it that this was a time when like it was acceptable to just like be like I don't know like I just feel like the behavior is just so unacceptable like why was this tolerated like why is this okay and I mean it goes like not just for obviously like right now like you think about it all the time because June is pride month you know yeah but there's people for years, every day of their lives, not just in June, that have to like deal with this crap and they don't always get like that support. And I always think like, I try to be like mindful of things. And I mean, obviously like, not to say it's off brand, but obviously like we're an instinct podcast. Yeah. Um, and a lot of our content, I know a lot of, most of my content is like pictures of Joey looking all cute. It's not necessarily <laughs> like pride focused. And I'm trying yeah. to be like more cognizant like for this coming month, but it's not just the month of June, it's all year long. And 
at the end of the day, there's so many people who are oppressed by the same system and we're all just oppressed in different ways, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And we're, yeah, yeah, like we're far more alike than we are different. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually came across this article today about this woman. Well, she was a queen, Marsha P. Johnson. Mm -hmm. And she was one of the women, well, one of the, I always, I, to this day, I say women, man, I'm, she was a drag queen and Mm -hmm. she was very vocal in like rights for transgender people and she was they believe she was murdered her body was found like floating in the river in new york and when this happened at the time she had aids and she was an activist and she died and they didn't really investigate it and they just said like oh she um committed suicide she had mental health issues Mm. and this was in 1992 like this wasn't that long ago and they just like closed the case and didn't even investigate it and it wasn't until like 20 years later that they actually did like a proper investigation and all they did like they said they thoroughly investigated it and they changed it instead of saying suicide it said um motive unknown Mm. and it's like but really 1992 like yeah that wasn't that long ago. Like, no. why wasn't this? Yeah, and I mean, yeah, we still have a long way to go. Um, one of my friends from like sixth grade um, back then was um, gender identified as male. Now she now she um, identifies as female. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of her posts are like on Facebook are of interactions that she has. And there's a lot of them where she's like, I'm afraid to go out in public because people have still have these negative um, ideas. And when they, when they realize, Oh, yeah she's female but also has like facial hair it's like um they and it's like a switch happens and Mm -hmm. suddenly they go from they'll see her behind they'll see her from behind and be like and like cat call at her and then she'll turn around and then they're like and then she's like honestly i feel like sometimes they just want to kill me Mm. and so it's so it's I know there's a lot of times where where women are like, yeah, we don't feel safe mm-hmm. being out somewhere, but even within, and then there's being out there as a transgender person, yeah. whether whether it's male to female or female to male, that there's so many assumptions put on you because you're trans. And yeah, you, you would think that by 2022, we would have moved on and been become more civilized. Mm -hmm. But if anything, I feel like, I mean, we've made a lot of progress, but there is still more to be done. Mm. It's, I mean, to think for me, like, I'm just thinking like Stonewall was 53 years ago. Yeah. 
So 53 years ago, the Stonewall Inn was basically the only place in New York City that was a gay bar that allowed people to dance. Like, that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And now 53 years later, there's transgender people that are scared to like walk outside of their house. Like, it's like, wow, like we're just failing. Like we suck. Yeah. Overall, like people just suck. There's a lot of good in the world though. Yeah, I don't I mean, mean to that, say it's like all yeah. sucky, but well, and, and I feel like, like we that need kind to of, do better. I feel, I feel like that segues into kind of our last thing here with the Trevor Project. Lance, yes. has, Lance has done a lot of things with the Trevor Project. I know JC has gone to different fundraisers and things for them. Um, and so there's, there's still work to be done and they're they're helping with that, especially with mm-hmm. the mental health aspect of people trying to come out um, and giving them the safe, a safe space um, to do that and to be who they are, even if there isn't a safe space for them physically to help them have, have somewhere to turn. Yeah. Um, you cut out for me a little bit. Okay. So I don't know. You probably, everybody else could probably hear you. It may have just been my internet connection. Um, but did you share what the Trevor project is during that time? Uh, no. So basically the Trevor project focuses on suicide prevention mm-hmm. for LGBTQ youth, um, and they have a toll-free number, and it's the Trevor 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 Lifeline, um, and they have trained counselors. So basically, like you can call and talk to anyone, and they'll offer you guidance or resources or just and give you kind of like information on where you can go um, for help or offer help to you. So that's huge. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people in the last hundred years that would have appreciated that for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And the Trevor Lifeline phone number in the United States, I don't know what it is abroad, but in the U.S. it is 1-866-488-7386. So we'll, yeah, we'll definitely make a post to put that up both in our feed so that if you have, if you yourself or you know someone Mm -hmm. that's part of the community that is feeling this way, give them, I mean, if you can offer your support and if there's still, if they need that extra support, give that be able to give that number um it's because i mean yeah we we all should be able to feel safe in who we are and be able to get help when when we don't yeah definitely and With that said, 
last year, June 18th, almost a year, well, yeah. just shy yeah. of a year, two weeks shy of a year, we had BackSync. Yes. And if not for BackSync, we wouldn't have had the after party. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Lance and Joey performed um, with Nick and AJ from the Backstreet Boys um, during a pride celebration at the Grove in LA. Um, and the proceeds benefited the Trevor Project in LA Pride and Mission Zuki donated a million dollars to the Trevor Project, which is amazing. Yeah. So good stuff. So we have a lot of fun stuff coming this month. Yes. We have, well, you have a friend that's coming on from, you said she was from Guatemala? Yes. Yeah, I'm really intrigued for that. Um, I know there's Is some... that the right word? Like, I'm just looking yeah. forward to it. Like, I'm... Right. Pretty excited. So she's going to come on and she's going to talk to us about what it's like, like what it was like for her to be a fan of NSYNC where like NSYNC never even went there and like toured or anything. Um, like that's. Yeah, we do have another crazy. friend. We do have another friend of ours. Um, I mean, I know, I know her name. I mean, you know her from uh, NSYNC fiction. Mm -hmm. um, Evie. Um, Mr. Chazé, I think is her handle on Instagram. Uh -huh. um, she, I keep, trying, keep talking to her. She's like, I'd love to come on, but I'm in Germany. That's a big time difference. So I'm not sure how that would work. So I know we'd love, I know she'd love to come on. I know we'd love to have her. Um, so we're working on figuring that out as far as like how that works with the time difference. But um but yeah being able to talk to talk to fans in other countries on what it's like to be a fan internationally because especially yeah. for I mean for Guatemala like they never came there like were were the songs all in English was or was it just once they did Yote Voyamar that they kind of became like they played that on the radio and then kind of fans could discover elsewhere. Like that's what, that's what I'm curious about. And then for, um, with Evie being like, so how did it feel going, knowing that NSYNC was huge in your home country and then they go to America and that's kind of it. Like, yeah. I know we, I know we feel cheated as far as that. Yeah. We didn't really get a goodbye from them. But once they came back to America, that was really it as far as like Europe. Like, I mean, they would go to England, but that was kind of it. Yeah. So, I mean, I know, right. Just, I know Justin has done concerts in Germany and Europe in general. Um, but as, as a band, like once they made it in America, and I've, I've honestly, I feel like that's more the records, the record company and their promotion than the actual guys i'm sure if they got to pick where they wanted to go they probably could have done more of a world tour type thing um keeping that in mind i'm like i'm i i, I saw new kids on the block two days ago and i'm like you guys can do this 
I'm like, I'm manifesting this. Like you guys can do this. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> Grab an iced coffee, manifest away. <sighs> but and um, the this must be pop podcast is coming soon. Yes, I saw a post the other day. They are planning, I think, to premiere. I think it's at June 22nd. Okay. I don't know if they meant like June 2022 or actually Wednesday, June 22nd. Um, I'm not sure, but I am just so looking forward to this podcast. Like, I feel like this is going to be like my This of Us of podcasts. Um, so, yeah, I'm very excited. And if you didn't listen to it already, Anna from the This Must Be Pop podcast was actually on our podcast um, sharing her fan origin story and telling us about their podcast. So check that out if you haven't. I think that might have been, what was that, episode 16? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so definitely check that out. Um, she was a lot of fun to chat mm -hmm. with. Yes. That was fun. Um, and then, yeah, I think we mentioned in the beginning that we also have Tina, aka De Niro, coming on. So lots along of with, fun stuff. Along with um, our new artist friend. Yes. So very, very exciting stuff down the pipeline. So. Yep. Season two is right around the corner. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my gosh. Almost 20 episodes in or 18 right now. But I mean, 20s, 20s in two weeks. So I'm like, oh my goodness. This is crazy. Yeah. The little, I mean, I don't want to say the little podcast that could, but I mean, for a weekly InSync podcast, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, I agree. Start least to start so especially yeah. without especially without trying to repeat things that we've seen in other podcasts so trying to keep things fresh so yeah exciting all good stuff, stuff. and so, if you haven't already if you listen to us on apple podcasts please um rate us and leave us comments and stuff because yeah, that'll help. You can do, yeah, you can, you can do something similar on Spotify, I believe. I think you can rate but not leave a review. I think Apple Podcast you can leave a review, mm -hmm. but Apple's or uh, sorry, Spotify you can rate. Yeah, that might be it. Well, Apple Podcast though has a spot you can pick like a star rating. Okay. So yeah. So do that because it helps us. And if there's something you want to talk about, let us know. And if there's something we talked about that you don't want us to talk about anymore, let us know. This is for you guys, not for us. Right. Like, obviously, like we have fun with it, but if you guys aren't engaging with it or enjoying it, yeah. tell us what we can do. I think um, on, if you like it better. Yeah, and if you're interested in coming on, let us know. Yeah, I think on last week's um, episode, I put up on Spotify um, asking a question on, so the week before that, I asked if you guys wanted more fanfic um, content. Um, one person replied saying yes, 
Um, so we went ahead and so instead of just a poll of yes or no, I asked, okay, if you want more fanfic content, what kind of specifically do you want? Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't checked to see what the answers were yet, um, but going to put that out there. Um, hopefully that's still available. So if you're listening this weekend, that it's still available for a while, um, I'll double check that. Um, if it's not available on the Spotify, um, send us a, send us a message. Um, I mean, we're open to talking about anything and everything. Um, again, we want this to be collaborative, have it be not just us talking to you guys, but you guys being part of the creative process of what we talk about, who we have on the show. Um, so yeah, we definitely, we encourage any kind of interaction, um, and feedback from you guys. So yeah, let us know. Yeah. And I mean, even if like you guys like write and say, Hey, um, we just want to talk about JC's hair. I mean, (laughs) as hard as that would be to do, I know. I mean, we'll do it, man. (laughs) It's like pulling teeth. I mean, as difficult as it is to talk about those luscious locks, I mean, we'll do it. You want to talk about Joey's hair? I mean, I can do it. Joey's those had sh- a lot of hairstyles. <laughs> those short shorts. The short shorts. We can discuss <laughs> the Superman shirts. Oh, speaking of like shirts and short shorts and Joey's hair, <laughs> I ordered. <laughs> I love it. I, um, so I saw, if you guys don't follow her, 702 Goalie Mom. Yes. Her name is Krista. Krista. I love her. Um, she sent me a message yesterday showing off her new Tumblr. And I was like, oh, let, let's see this Tumblr. And she had one made on Etsy by our friend Deanna. Oh, Deanna. And I got I got my Joey uh, Tumblr. Oh my goodness. With sparkles. And of course I was like, well, I need to have that. I got an instinct keychain. And it Did is now you? on it's now on my keys. I love it. Uh, well, and I got the Tumblr. I'm, I got the Tumblr and I sent um, her yeah. my pictures and I said, these are great. And these are the six pictures I want. And I was basically like pink and purple. I think I said like just do pink and purple glitter, whatever you think works. Um, and, and I'm I have so to, excited. I to have get to it. say the uh, the keychain is bigger than I thought it was going to be, so I'm, I'm very ha- I'm very happy with it. So maybe that'll yes. be my next purchase. It was so funny. So I told my husband that I bought a tumbler, and he was like, seriously, because. <laughs> <laughs> He's a production manager for Aramark Mm -hmm. and he works at a college and he oversees like different retail locations for places. And one of the locations he oversees is Starbucks. So (laughs) I consistently get Starbucks swag. So like in his eyes, I have like the creme de la creme, like tumblers and cups and accessories and You're like, like why but none of them have need... Joey's face on them. <laughs> exactly. So, he's like, no. Why? He's like, did you really need to spend like 35 bucks on a Joey Fatone tumbler? And I'm like, like yes, yeah, I, I did. did. <laughs> like, hello. Uh, so yeah. 
So you went to the New Kids on the Block concert. Yes. And how did you feel? Did you feel like a traitor to our boys? I mean, a, li- <laughs> a, a, a little, a little, but at the same time, I was like. <sighs> did they do like only new stuff or did they do the old stuff too? So they did old stuff. They did some new stuff. And then, mm-hmm. so here's where I'm like, okay they did stuff that wasn't even theirs like they did they did california love they did really yeah which that that was awesome because um so my golden state well i i use my loosely that are our local bay area team um Uh is in the nba finals against new kids boston celtics oh wow and they were like you know we're boston boys but we got to give it up for Steph. Like, who doesn't love Steph Curry? <laughs> and oh wow! Like being like, we're okay if we lose to them. Like, we're okay. <laughs> Steph's a good guy, type thing. So that was an interesting conversation that that they had with the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, How were they like moving around? Because so, I mean, they're a little yeah. longer in the tooth than in sync. Yeah, Joey, I think is like Chris's age, right? A little bit younger, I. Th- don't I, he turns 50 this year i don't think he's okay. 50 yet i'm not sure when his birthday is so he's the youngest and he's a yeah, little he, bit younger yeah. than chris um i mean they still did some dancing but i'm like i was like they were most of them were in like the white feeder tank tops mm-hmm. donnie was just shirtless a couple times and i was tell like, me about it, donnie how was donnie you know so, i love me some donnie my my co-teacher so uh-huh. there's what there's so we were on the aisle right by the b stage that's in the back so the uh-huh. main stage and then the back uh, stage in the back we're right on the aisle um right by the b stage and at one point they come down the girl in front of us like grabs donnie's hand and does not let go and he's like almost dragging her off and my co-teacher like just grazes his thumb and she's like i touched his hand i'm like yes that's all i wanted that's all we wanted from tonight oh my gosh and then even before the show like she went to go get drinks like down so we were on the floor we had we got drinks up at the main level when we got the merch which she got Mm -hmm. a bag so some of you that are blockheads might be a little jealous if they were sold out by the time you got them by the time you got to the show um but um so we got down there she finished her drink and was like all right i'm gonna go check and get see what they have down here down here for drinks and she ran into danny's dad who's like one of one of one of two living block uh, block parents left Uh uh-huh so she recognized him right away and she was like you're mr wood can i get a picture with you and so she got a picture and i'm like oh my gosh i can see you going up to joe senior i've done it before i just didn't have a camera it was before we had like the cell phone camera things that were like any good oh so i mean there were just so many different things that were just like i felt nostalgia for just my in sync era even though i was there to see new kids i mean there was a lot of them shaking their butts so i'm like okay (laughs) yeah it you could do that totally could do that (laughs) like now you wore an in sync shirt were there a lot of people in in sync gear no no there were not um i wasn't sure 
what to expect as far as that. I mean, yeah. See, because our friend, Boy Band and Coffee Girl, went and she was wearing in sync gear the one night. Yeah. So, so it was either you were wearing new kids on the block stuff or you just dressed like you were going out to the club. Gotcha. Um, there were some people that were dressed in like 90s, some of them more like 80s because it was neon and like their hair to the side. I'm like, yeah, mm-mm, kind of, mm, yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, it was fun. I mean, it, it brought back nostalgia for me as far as like, I would be to, like, I would be screaming my head off if this were in sync right now. I'm like, I, I, I cheered and I sang along to the songs that I knew, mm-hmm. but it was just like, it made me want an in-sync reunion that much more to be like i'm seeing how my co-teacher is right now and i know that she would be losing her shit if we were seeing in sync because she's been a jc girl since mickey mouse club so i'm like i i miss that like i'm going to a concert with her in august and yeah, I like this, this one, it's one of my favorite bands that's not in sync, but mm-hmm. it's not a band that I have like a teeny bopper, like I will scream my head off and lose my voice over. But if Instinct came back, hell yeah, I would. <laughs> like I would call out sick the next day if it was during the work week. So I'm like, I'm like it just, it made, it gave me nostalgia, but also made me be like, I really, I really want this back in my life. <laughs> like maybe it was because of the nostalgia that I felt that I was like, I really need an insane version of this. <laughs> like figure it out. I want it. <laughs> I will spend like any amount of money to get even just a glimpse. <laughs> <laughs> I want it. I will spend all of the money. I don't know. I mean, honestly, I'm really hoping '90s con we get Lance, Joey, Chris. I mean. I'm really hoping for it. A little progressive commercial reunion. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't be mad at that. So, well, this has been fun. Yeah. As always. And um, yeah, so let us know what you think. We'll be posting some stuff this week, I'm sure. Maybe manifest a little something from Podwall, JC. (laughs) Any of them. I mean, really. Yeah. All right. Um, Well, have a great week. Be kind to each other. Yes. Show some people some grace. Show yourself some grace. Yes. And be thinking of where, where you spend your money, who, where, where they, where they invest that money. Mm -hmm. Um, and how you can be helpful to people that are still seeing this different. Yeah, 100%. Right. Until next time, friends, we will see you next week. And bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye.